Welcome back to another episode of the Pro Series Podcast. I'm Eric Dillman, and today is episode 42 with Kevin Stufel. Kevin is the president of Surface Art, Inc. It is a tile company based out of Kent, Washington. We go over everything about his company, what they do, what they provide, and we also go over some topics that he has learned along the way in his career for all entrepreneurs and small business owners. So stay tuned and listen to this episode. But before we do that, please make sure you go over to wherever you listen to this podcast, like, subscribe, and review this podcast. And now I hope you enjoy episode 42 with Kevin Stufel. Thank you, Kevin, so much for joining me today on the Pro Series podcast. Excited to talk to you about not only your background, but also service arts um, background and how they became about into the company. Sure, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you. I always like to start out on how we kind of met or how we kind of um, crossed paths. And yeah, you reached out to me on LinkedIn, I believe. Um, possibly or i or commented i think on maybe one of your podcasts yeah yeah i think that was it yeah um it's kind of fun to watch that people actually like somewhat listen or somewhat like notice that the podcast is out there because sometimes Mm -hmm. you're creating it and you don't know if any people are actually liking it so thank you so much for um your kind words (laughs) yeah my pleasure my pleasure no i mean you're i appreciate you pushing the industry forward a little bit as well right yeah, um, I know, you know, uh, your seat in Pennsylvania may seem a little small, but, you know, this industry needs, you know, young, technologically savvy people to to push us into the next level. And um, every little bit helps. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't wait to talk to you. I want to start first talk about I mean, most people I have on here are design background and mm-hmm. um, real estate background or contracting background. But you have a business background, which is huge that I think a lot of it's a missing puzzle piece for a lot of contractors and designers out there. Um, it's um, something that I kind of wish I kind of went and got a minor in or um, kind of went back to school and actually got a bachelor's degree in business as well, because our, our field is so business driven. Um, you could do whatever you can with the construction aspect of the design world, but mm-hmm. you don't have any business mind. You're not going to succeed at all. <laughs> Yeah, I always uh, equate that to, you know, going either going to Trisai or Savisama or coverings, you know, in, the, in that tile buying atmosphere. And people always say, that must be so fun. You know, all that beautiful tile, you just get to pick it all. And I'm saying, that's the easiest part. I mean, the be- yeah. beautiful tiles being made every day and every factory more or less has beautiful tile. Yeah. But to get it here, to get it here at the right price, to buy the right amount, to pay your employees, to provide benefits all the other parts, uh, you know, that's where the business comes in. Absolutely. So let's get started on, you went to first, you went to business school, correct? So, um, no, yeah. So I I graduated undergrad in 2006, small little uh, state school in Washington state with a background in uh, poli sci and economics, and then a, a short little stint at a tech company. Uh, and then we, as a company, cause we were started in 2001, Mm-hmm. So this brings us to about 2007. Uh, I went down to California to kind of bring their that brand into the California market and just started from scratch. Uh, bought a Volkswagen Bug or not Bug GTI, a little thing, and drove around with tile boards and started selling it to uh, the dealer base. That's kind of how we started uh, with the floor, uh, the floor covering store, traditional floor covering store 
And, um, you know, one store uh, begets the other and they speak amongst each other and your reputation starts widening and, and then uh, you get a few hundred on your belt and build a team from there. Yeah, dang. So I was actually on your website. I was very impressed with, I mean, being a designer, large format tiles are huge, especially in like bathrooms and stuff. And I saw that you had a 24 by 48 inch tile. That's insane. You don't really find that a lot. We have many of them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We have uh, probably over 60 of them. Uh, Yeah. And actually most lines that are coming out now are going to have that as a size offering. It's I'm not saying that it's going to be completely ubiquitous, but it's uh, it's becoming more of a standard. Yeah. And as the installers become more familiar with and with how to handle it and cut it and and uh, more self leveling, the importance of that, you're going to see it uh, throughout the house. I think there's a bit of a uh, a misconception that you need a large room, you know, a huge yeah. grand room for that type of tile. Yeah. You really don't. I mean, you you know, I'm not saying it's meant for a powder room, but uh, put it on the wall and put it into standard size kitchen. Absolutely. I'm thinking more of like shower wall. So it's less grout to clean. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. yeah. That's a great point. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you carry pretty much everything when it comes to tile. Um, when you are, you, is your company actually creating the designs of the tile or are you um, working with other companies? Uh, sometimes we'll create the design um, in partnership with our, with our factories. Uh, but a lot of time, that'll be a little bit of a back and forth with them. They'll 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 show us some samples. Let's say hypothetically in May, and yeah. then size is going to be in in September, and maybe we'll find the the final the final product at that time, and either make the selection yes or no at that time. Yeah. Uh, but really, what we'll do is we have a wide breadth of factories that we work with and trust. Some of these go back, you know, twenty year relationships, and I stay at their houses, have dinner with them, know their kids. And, uh, and, and, and trust them to, to create a quality product that we import. Yeah. I, I wanted, um, I usually try to get the guests to give some type of advice to that will generally help all designers, business people. Um, and you starting out, you're driving around basically cold calling all these companies. Yeah. What advice would you have for people to start just walking in and start trying to get business by cold calling? Yeah. Uh, it's a great question. So I think, when I when I first started my my career was in selling copiers. Oh wow! And that's really cold calling because <laughs> it's a commodity, right? It's a it's it's something that no one really thinks about. Every company more or less needs a copier or a printer, and you're truly cold calling. And sometimes you know you're getting the cops called on you, and you need to, you get you get the boot. So you develop a pretty thick skin. So when I went into tile uh, and was uh, quote unquote cold calling these stores. I knew they were already buying time. And if you could provide something uh, that was of a higher value or at least a program that distinguished yourself at that, at, at, uh, when you're making that presentation, uh, then it's really, for me, it wasn't really cold calling. So I would just start out asking the, the gatekeeper per se and saying, you know, I need some help. Can you help me? Everyone wants to help you, right? Yeah. And just say, uh, who can I set an appointment with, um, you know, to follow up with them and to present my product? Right. Yeah. There's no harm in that. If yeah. you go in and demand a presentation or assume that they have time, then you're probably on the wrong path. But oh, just yeah. ask for help. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the main main piece of advice that most people struggle with is asking for help, kind of stepping out of their comfort zone. Yeah. Um, but I think you can't be in sales or anything if you have that that belief that they're not going to listen to you or you can't ask that question. Yeah. 
and you know, even even the multi-branch locations, the twenty to thirty location stores, and if let's say if it's the owner of that big company that's the final decision maker, whether a new vendor gets uh, gets brought in, you know, they usually have a sales background. Yeah, and so they'll appreciate a hustler or someone that says, "Give me, please, just give me ten minutes," because they've been in those shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually. <laughs> usually, yeah. Usually. Bad egg and every single thing. Um, no, I agree. I agree. I mean, we have people flying without appointments. Sorry about cold calling. Flying from overseas that will just show up at our location, saying, "Do you have, really? you know, do you have ten minutes?" I'm going, well, of course I do. I mean, yes, I have ten minutes. You flew from Vietnam or something or whatever it is. Holy crap! What What do you got? You know, next time, I'm more than happy to set an appointment. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe they do that. Well, oh yeah. So. For surface art, what if anybody's listening, not knowing what your company's all about? What is some was a quick bio, or what puts you stands you aside from all the other business and competitors? Sure. So yeah, so we've been around for about uh, twenty years. We're located uh, primarily in Seattle. We've got a two hundred thousand square foot warehouse. Um, we primarily deal with at least what we traditionally started in was the residential re- remodel market. So through the dealer base. Gotcha. Um, and the showroom, you know, dealers. So we have about 600 of those and we uh, operate uh, about Colorado, New Mexico, and then west of that to include Alaska and Hawaii. So I think that's about 15 or so states. Uh, we have another channel on the builder side that's single family construction and a dedicated sales team that then calls on those. Mm-hmm. And then those uh, builders and subcontract through customers similar to, you know, with showrooms and everything. And then another channel on the commercial side. So we play in all three channels. Uh, the product line is extremely deep. And then that aligns with our inventory. So that 200,000 square foot warehouse means what's in that display is inventoried in our warehouse. So wow. I look at uh, every night, every single order that's entered. And I look at what's back ordered. And then we measure that according to uh, you know the total number of lines ordered and I can confidently say that pretty much every day we're at a 97 to 98% same day fill rate. Wow. Yeah. With so, that. Oh, good. Are you having any problem with freight and stuff like the rest of the world? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, no matter how big you are, it doesn't matter if you bring in 1200 containers or 70,000, you're affected by what's going yeah. on, you know? Um, and but what you need to do is make a decision going back to the business background on whether you want to seriously inventory or try to continue doing a just in time methodology. Mm. And our inventory is up 40% to accommodate for those longer lead times. Yeah. yeah. Um, what we also did a couple of years back is carve out about a 12, about 15,000 square foot portion of our building and build a fabrication department. It's oh. actually a, a separate company, Arms Reach kind of sister company, but that has full Italian uh, machinery where we fabricate everything in house um, for mosaics, hexes, two by twos, three by threes, three by six brick, all of our bullnose, four by 24, three by 24, all of our cuttings so we can cut diamonds or large shape hexes or you know, off-size planks. We do all the meshing and gluing in house. And then, uh, yeah, so we have that entire, uh, at our disposal, the entire department there. So you do, uh, so you you will do custom sizing for Mm -hmm. 
different like mosaic like if they're doing it in a hotel something just want to mm -hmm. throw something up on the wall That's absolutely cool. yeah absolutely and, and you know a, a great use case is going back to the 24 by 48 and a supply chain issue right what if you're out of the 12 by 24 you're out of the the 24 by 24 well if it's a uh, you know calibrated well and rectified tile we'll just make it out of the parent size that's smart. So you, you did that before COVID, not knowing that this was all going to happen. Wow. Smart. Correct, yeah. Well, <laughs> sometimes you're lucky, but we did it for other reasons besides uh, supply chain issues. I mean, you know, when you have control of your, of your production and uh, let's say you have a builder that needs to, to uh, meet a closing yeah, or screaming at you because of uh, whatever, a shower pan issue and they need three sheets of mosaic. Well, some of our competitors need to outsource that or they need to wait to Italy. We can drive it, uh, you know, a couple hundred meters away from our headquarters to our own fabrication and mesh it and dry it the same day. Wow. So and you're mostly on the West Coast, is that what you said? Western side of the U.S., yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Okay, yeah. very cool. I mean, that's, I mean, I'm on your website right now, just looking at yeah. it. I soon, to be, soon to be updated, soon to be updated. That, uh, yeah, that we're, it, oh yeah, it's going to be completely, uh, the backbone's been redone, going to be full uh, okay. new skin and user interface and a completely new uh, uh, filtering functionality and some proprietary inventory things that we're going to be publishing out here pretty shortly. Oh. Dang, I mean, I, I was on your website, we're just going to compliment on how great <laughs> I spent probably like half an hour on here. Just That's that, the backbone of that site is, is a gigantic Excel spreadsheet that's become too cumbersome to manage. And so we, uh, we put together a, a product information management system that, that is now going to be driving the new site. So that's rolling out in, I was actually just talking to my marketing manager today and she's pretty confident it'll roll out in 12 days. That's pretty cool. I'm looking at this tile visualizer thing. Yeah. Um, so is this basically you just, a designer could take a picture of a kitchen, mm -hmm. plop whatever they want to put in there. Um, yeah. before they order it yeah exactly so it's a third-party provider called Roombo um, and they we partner with them and what they do is provide the technology we upload the SKUs and the visuals to them and they uh, they create the technology for us what we did on top of it as well is um, you know your traditional displays that are in in stores or, or, or loose piece samples or whatever mm -hmm. um, right now as we record this podcast our sales reps are tagging all these boards and tiles with QR codes so kind of going back to COVID, right? Everyone's familiar with these. Everyone's used them if you've gone out to dinner once or twice. Mm -hmm. And so this QR code will have not only uh, the retail pricing that's uh, pertinent to that particular markup that that retailer wants. Um, so an end user can just scan it and say, okay, that's $529, that's $399. Um, it will also then have a direct link to that visualizer. So they can scan that QR code, mm -hmm. say visualize on the menu option, take a picture of their living room or take a picture of, let's just say the floor that they're standing on possibly in the showroom and kind of see what it actually would look like. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah that's really cool. Now that you brought up the website, I would love to hear someone who's getting started making their own business and wants to budget for, I don't want to like a money, uh, <laughs> but uh, sure. I mean, kind of prior a list of priorities. Yeah, on yeah. marketing themselves with their website or social media, what do you say is best for them? Mm. Um, you know, we started out with a completely rudimentary site in okay. you know, the, the late 2000s. And uh, I didn't take this role until 2017. 
uh, when it became the present. But um, in between, um, I did push and and, and kind of saw this industry needing some more technology, a higher level of seriousness when it came to visuals. Um, the functionality, especially on the mobile side, I think was really lacking. Everyone thought that people were sitting behind desktops all day long at night, um, you know, shopping. Um, so, you know, my, my advice to them would say, uh, we don't have a budget for in-depth functionality. And that's really where the, the price is, is, is customization and, 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 and filtering your, your attributes for your products. Um, I would focus on beautiful images and mobile functionality. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If I'm only speaking about the website. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. smart because like me being a designer, I'm always on my phone taking pictures and you know, most of the time you're in your client's house, you can't bring your computer in. So yeah. making yeah. sure I've been on plenty of websites that you look something up on your phone, but I have to go onto my computer to look it up because it's not capable on your phone. You can't see it won't zoom in any of that stuff. It makes it almost. Yeah. And, you know, it's also important to know who you are, right? So surface art doesn't sell to the general public, yeah. right? But you have to right. kind of, from a marketing standpoint, let's say if we stay on the website, your site um, wants to promote that brand, but then it wants to call to action for that user than to go to your customers. Oh, smart. Yeah. Right. So since we're not an e-commerce site or anything like that, which is actually going back to one of your questions, which was one of the ways we distinguish ourselves, especially when we went into markets like California was we didn't sell direct. We didn't have a showroom that competed with the customers that I was cold calling. And uh, that, that raised some eyebrows with, with the owners of those stores quite quickly, but to really know what your business is, if you are a designer focused business, you, you generally want them to, know that you're professional and you create beautiful, you know, end products and then get them in your showroom, right? It doesn't, you don't have to spend a ton of money doing all this, you know, custom work, just get them in your showroom. If that's not your model, then do something else, but just kind of know what your goal is when you're before you go into some big gigantic project, like a website. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, setting a goal, I feel like most of the time people are kind of just blindly going into their business, trying to figure out because it's, their dream to have their own business and not really actually thinking out and making a process for it. So that's mm -hmm. smart, figuring out your goal and making the website or social media based off of your goals for the company itself. Yeah. 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 So going back to kind of those QR codes, you know, our goal was to have agility and pricing for both our customers and ourselves, as well as some value added, like the, like the, uh, the spec sheet embedded into the QR code or the, or the visualizer and then have that display bring more value uh, to that showroom. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I make sure, I want everybody to make sure they make it to your website. Hopefully when this episode comes out, you probably have a new website up maybe. Or shortly after. I mean, shortly we've been after. saying this for a while, but you know, yeah. all these things go, you know, it's uh, I'm always kind of looking at it and saying, yeah, but this one other thing I think needs yeah. to be done. And they go, well, then your timeline needs to change. And you know, that's where we have a fun conversation. So. Exactly. Well, <laughs> Kevin, thank you so much um, for giving us like a more of business side of this all. This helped out a lot. I think um, that helped out a lot of people just trying to start out with the technology side of the business, um, mm -hmm. and just giving a more business minded answers to some of these designer questions I usually have designers ask. So yeah, no, absolutely. Anytime. Thank you so much. I want to finish off on promoting your company. Just give us um, what 
hashtags or um, website URLs or um, yep. social media tags. Yeah, for, everything. For yeah. So um, our marketing team's great. They uh, they're on Instagram, uh, TikTok, Facebook, all the main, main platforms there. Surface Art Inc. INC to like Incorporated. Same thing with the URL. So www.surfaceartinc.com. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kevin, for taking time out of your business yeah. schedule. Um, I can't wait to get this out and let everybody know about your business. Cool. Thanks, Eric. Thank you.